He's got a bit of a run on here, Atkinson. It's a great run. Now, what about the finish? Hello and welcome back to the Lions Raw podcast, a podcast from two Villa fans about everything Aston Villa. So we come back to you in the new year, 2018. Happy New Year to you all. Um, we've come back from a little break uh, that we've had and we're going to assess the short period over Christmas and into the new year where we had a strong run of games. Um, and let's starting backwards. Uh, Cameron, Cameron, of course, welcome back onto the show. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year to you. We've had a nice winter break, haven't we? We have. Well, <laughs> we, I say we've had a nice one. We've, we've had an uh, above average, is what I would Ab- say. Uh, yes, yeah, slightly <laughs> above average winter break. Um, so just starting back recently, uh, the last game was a win. We, uh, you know, everyone was pretty happy with our performance and possibly one of the most Bruce performances we've seen all season in the one 0 win to Nottingham Forest away as well. Uh, thoughts? I thought it was a good result, very good result, in fact. And um, yeah, a nice tidy performance. Nothing that set the world alight, but it was really professional job. Mm. Yeah, say like yeah, maybe typical Bruce you know, performance in keep a clean sheet, get one nil win, don't do anything <laughs> spectacular. Yeah. Um, and but I thought it was. Although we, we did see some some moments of excellence, I would say, it's partic- particularly in the goal. Um, yeah. As we were saying before, as before we came on, I think that. That one little nod um, of Hogan's from the link-up from uh, Snodgrass. I mean, I, I wouldn't have picked out those two playing like that together uh, the whole season, to be honest, because I don't know what... Snodgrass, Snodgrass has particularly had his eyes on whoever the target man in the box has been, and it hasn't been Hogan. <laughs> no, well, that's... Um, well, yeah, a couple of... Uh, in the goal in itself, first of all. Yeah, um, yeah I know we were saying before, off-air, that... It was a perfect cross, it was a perfect header. There wasn't any room for error and we took the chance and scored and it's a goal that's won us a game. Yeah. And that's something that is a real change from where things have been for quite a long time where we do create chances but we don't take them and we live to regret it. But we took the chance and we ground out the result, kept a clean sheet, professional performance and happy days. But Snodgrass was excellent on, on Saturday. Um, mm. That was just one of many really good balls. Definitely um, a well-deserved man of the match. And, and fair play to, to Hogan as well. He's, he's sticking it out, toughing it out. And he's starting to show a few signs that he can... Yeah, contribute this season, which yeah. is good because I thought he would be, I thought he'd be gone in January. I really did. Um, well, you know, there's still time yet. There is, but I would, I would stepping agree with up you. to the plate at the right time, isn't he? I, I think is. Uh, yes, yeah. he's he's starting to shine. Yeah, his colours starting to shine through. Um, now, I'd, I hope that he goes on a run. I really do for him for his sake, um, if not Villa's, because I think it would be really good for his morale. For his mental like space to for that to get that basically, um, and I think it's deserved for him. This is the goal I'm talking about. It's deserved of him, and f- because he he's worked very hard. I wouldn't say tirelessly, but he's worked very hard, and he's had a few niggling injuries that have hit him at the wrong time. Specifically, when his last goal went in, and I think. You know, good on him for just sticking at it and sticking with it and not getting demoral like demoralised. Was that the yeah. right word? Yeah, yeah. demoralised yeah. about it. And 
and then just going right, okay, I'm just gonna just just stick with it. And then Bruce has has, has obviously seen something in him and played him, and, and you know he's he's turned up right at the right time when let's face it, Davis who showed up showed moments of of brilliance uh in some of his first games but has kind of died off a little bit um maybe showing his youth youthful inexperience but hogan has really come in now and it's and it's a really good thing for, i think for villa yeah definitely well you pay 15 million quid for somebody yeah. you expect them to score more than like three goals or whatever it is in 12 months yeah, yeah. so ho- hopefully he's I wonder now... if they put a sell-on clause in their thing because they won't be expecting much <laughs> no, right no. now well we've got a, yeah we've got a bit of a track record with that haven't we <laughs> but um no it's good to, it's good to see him get on the end of things and maybe having that extra bit of quality in the team with players like snodgrass is is what hogan needs mm. uh there's, there's i've got two kind of camps with Hogan. I know oh, you typically, I think, being really supportive of him. Um, uh, and I did really question whether he had a future. Uh, uh, and part of me looks at the situation with like Albert Adoma, where if you look back at the start of the season, I know we talked about this kind of before Christmas, he was cast out mm. and he was given a chance and he came in and he took it. Yeah. And he really took it and thrived and didn't seem to complain or moan or anything. And I don't think Hogan has either. But now I want to see that from Hogan now that he's been given a chance. I want to see him step up to the plate because Adoma um, was played out of position. He could have complained. He could have whinged. And he didn't. He got on with it. And he actually, you know, been our star man this season. Mm. And I think that that is a really good example to other players in the squad, um, everybody in the club generally, and just you know in footballers overall mm. that you hear so much complaining or things haven't gone their way or whether it's injuries or just excuses but then when somebody like Adoma's given held up as a really good example of saying I'm not going to listen to any excuses I just want to show what I can do and be the best at what I can be yeah. so to a certain extent I don't really buy into excuses and I hope that Hogan um, doesn't have any more or use it or fans don't you know, provide him with them for the reasons of not doing well, and he just starts scoring and yeah. doing the job he's brought in for. Yeah, no, I, I agree there. Um, I would like to just raise some uh, an issue, not an issue, sorry, a, a point that uh, that um, I do think having played so very well this season, have done done amazingly when he switched positions. Adoma, I do think needs a rest. Yeah, possibly. Uh, particularly now, we're okay. In this section, we're talking about the kind of big run of games that we've had. I think ten games in however many days or whatever it is. Um, I do think Doman of of all of them looks like he needs a rest. Um, I will say that uh, maybe I don't know who you would put in there. Green looks like he's on his way back so possibly him coming back into the into the team but you, you're starting to talk about um something that bruce doesn't like doing yeah it's changing it around <laughs> no but but a lot often a lot of the, a lot of um i mean technically a lot of bruce's best decisions have been made because of necessity and if if it, you know touch wood it doesn't happen but if you get a doma gets injured because he is tired then you're going to need to bring someone like green in just to just replace I think, him. I think Green's definitely going to get a shout when he when he's whenever yeah. he's back fit because he seems to be one of Bruce's like favourites. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't want to I don't want to dwell too much on the Adoma thing because we have talked a lot about Adoma on on, on this show. Um, one thing I'll, I'll, um, moving on, I want to talk about um, John Terry's 
uh, re-emergence into the team after his injury. Uh, I think it's great to see him um, on the field and that I was very, very, you know, slightly frustrated at the the goal that didn't go in um, for him. It just kind of hit the crop crossbar off a perfect, almost perfect header. Uh, can you remember who a, made the I think corner? it was another Snodgrass cross, wasn't it? But from the other Quite, side, yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah, I mean that that would have been that would have been perfect for Terry to come back and score. Um, and uh, yeah, it's unfortunate for him that he didn't. But shines of of, of the Terry we all know. But did, I don't. Know, did you notice this that? Uh, and I was pretty surprised. Obviously, he's been out for a good few weeks. Yeah. But he received his first booking of the season in that Forest game. Did he? He hadn't. Yeah, first yellow what, card. Uh, what was it? What What was that for? Uh, to be honest, I can't quite remember can't the remember. details of the incidents. But it was it was later on in the game. He got he got booked, and um, I was quite amazed that he hadn't received a booking before. So. Yeah. I suppose that's a bit of a testament to the way he's been playing. Yeah. Um, he, he, well, the one thing I noticed in the game early doors was just him cutting out like long passes forward. He would be there, like like always predicting where the ball was going to go and just make it to the right place. And and that's what we've really needed. However, my whole point of bringing up Terry was: here's a question to you. Terry Elf- or Samba? No, 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 no. <laughs> Elphick has played such. A, a very like crucial role in in possibly making wins or saving wins for us, uh, saving games for us in particular, um, with his kind of you know throwing himself in the in harm's way um, style defensive uh, tactics <laughs> um, or defensive play. Do you think it's the right decision? And now, before I say this, I will I already have made my mind up about it but I want to know your point of view um, do you think it's the right thing to do with Elphick to take him out considering he was playing so well or do you think that I'm, and I m- might be putting words in your mouth here that having Terry and putting Terry in is the right thing to do because he's the because he's the um, very well very experienced and because oh sorry and because Elphick hasn't made a mistake that Putting him in there is the right thing to do because Elphick's notorious for making mistakes. When he does make mistakes, they they go bad. Looking at each player individually, Terry, hundred percent, you got to bring him in. He's um, he's the captain of the club, so without question, he goes straight back in. Doesn't doesn't matter who's been playing in his position okay. before and what they've been doing. Terry's straight in the team. Right. Um, and but, but, okay, fine. No. On, on Elphick, though. Yeah. Again, talking about leading by example, fair play to him because he was cast aside. He's come back, mm. and he, he, he's done a he's done a good job. He, you look at Yedinak coming in and trying to play that position, yeah, which we all thought was the better option of the two. Yeah, I think because as Tommy's um, antics in the past have mm. you know caused cost us points and games and given away penalties and oh, yeah. and, and it, it hasn't had. Although I'll always have a spot, a soft spot in my heart for that. Uh, Bournemouth first game a Sheffield Wednesday Sheffield when he Wednesday, had the Terry yeah, Butcher yeah. style that's it yeah I think he's lived off that, that like, he ever has, since yeah. hasn't he but um, you you look at the performances that he's put in recently and you've got to say fair play to the guy for coming back into the team and um, and you know not <laughs> not letting us down but if I'm him and I'm getting back in the team and I'm looking at and an offer comes in yeah. from somewhere else 
I would go. Yeah. No matter well, how Mark, good it's been recently, like in the past few games, and like yeah. him coming and doing like a job. Like, yeah. let's not get too carried away. It's not been nothing, anything amazing, but it's been he's done a job. But if somebody came in, then I would want to go. Mm. And if um, uh, uh, and equally, I think the club would accept an offer. So I think he's. I think that's. An, uh, I don't think anybody would argue with that yeah. kind of chain of train of thinking. Um, but would you have I, kept I, him I, in? No, no, I actually wouldn't. I would have put. I mean, I have no qualms with putting Terry in. But I've heard mutterings that he should have put um, kept Elphick in purely down to the fact that. Actually, Elphick, while he was doing a great a great role and and might have messed up, might have given his um, uh, market value a little nudge up, and yeah. and possibly given the more game time might have got him a little bit money. And being that we're kind of cash strapped at the moment, might have helped. Um, I mean, it's a chain of thought, but I don't know what. But, yeah, if I, listeners think any different, I'd love to hear people's thoughts on it because it is a, it is one of those like quandaries. Like, what do I do? But for me, it's a no-brainer. It's a, it's a captain straight, in, especially with like Terry's experience and and just those like first two or three touches of his. I was just like, yeah, no, straight, straight in. I suppose. I mean, it's an interesting point. Um, play to get more more money but probably any other role on the pitch that might be possible yeah but given the fact it's John Terry and he's a captain and that's his position yeah suppose if it was somebody maybe you know if there was a yeah I mean if it was difficult it's difficult to find anybody else that you could really give that example for because I think most of the other players maybe would 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 hold on to their place in the team yeah, I'm trying to think of the player's name because who's the who's played who's the guy that played in the under twenty threes the other day and um, scored a goal. Oh, what's his name? Aaron Aaron Tishbola. So Aaron Tishbola would have been one that you could have put up put on at like eighty minutes, and I think he would have run around and done the right job kept in that kind of slight central defensive midfield role, um, and maybe maybe that he was doing the same thing that. Maybe Bruce's idea was Bjarnason's obviously the, the bigger target. So I put Bjarnason out there. He's gonna. He looks like he's off to uh, Sierra or, or La Liga or wherever he is off to in, somewhere in France, I think maybe. Um, and so that was that. That was his thinking on that eighty-minute decision, eighty-minute um, uh, move. But I think probably Aaron Tishbola could have helped with. We could have maybe shipped him out somewhere and. I could have got us a bit of money. Had people scouts seen him out on the pitch? Yeah, I'd forgotten he existed. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I'm, not, not I'm not surprised not, that yeah, you're really struggling to remember his name because I'd forgotten he he was at the club. Yeah, no, I mean that's it. He's he's had a failed loan period and it's been a bit of a shame for him. But you know, I don't. I think a lot of people are in the kind of thought or chain of thought that he is his head's not all there and he's a bit he's a bit of a lost cause to be honest uh, which is a shame because you know you'd, you'd like to think that no one is a lost cause but if he's not doing it he's not doing it is he? Well talking about the the players that are um, are doing it and that are performing what do you think of Drac Grealish's comeback and the way that Drac, he's been playing? Drac Grealish Yeah Jackie <laughs> Yeah uh, I, I can't there isn't enough uh, descriptive words to tell you how wonderful and how amazing and 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 great I think Jack Grealish has been over these last two games or last three games rather um he uh, actually do you know what I'm going to first of all pay praise to the strength and conditioning people 
because Jack Grealish has come back from injury and he's looked stronger, meaner, tougher than he ever has ever. He's He looks more like the player that I want him to be on the field. He's playing more like the player he wants to be on the field and he's and he's doing all the right things to get you know get himself the spot get himself you know in the places to in the in the you know place on the field to to create opportunities and to even look like maybe a goal and I think he's his performances have really just done the same thing that Albert Adoma's performances did the late end of last season or late end of last year sorry for us and I think this could I'm, I'm really hoping him and Scott Hogan push on and this could be like their their next the end run towards the uh, end of the season could be their moments to, to really shine and step up and, and t- like turn a new page and just you know push on and, and be a, become amazing well, I think being, uh, yeah, I agree. Being played in position definitely helps. You can you can tell that you know yeah. he's he's reveling in that wearing that number ten shirt. Uh, totally. Um, yeah. And having the manager that believes in him, Bruce has put him in that number ten shirt. Yeah. And um, uh, at the start of the season, did say that mm. the team was going to be built around him, which is partly where my thought train thought of train was with uh, the whole. This is atypical Bruce game. Mm. You know, this is the game that Bruce wanted to play at the start of the season, and had. He played like this. We might be, you know, we might have had a very different season. <laughs> we might be up there with uh, the likes of Derby and Wolves at the moment. But well, not that we're not. You know, I, I, not that well, we're I not know. Completely. I played a little game the other day, and whilst I I wholeheartedly acknowledge we were terrible against Derby. Yeah. If you look at the league, if we had beaten Derby, yeah, just and playing this game because they are in second position and obviously yeah. above us, we would be in second place in the table. That's interesting. So yeah. that's... Well, I have seen the stats that, like, the, although our... I mean, okay, we're going back. We've only just done one game, but we're going back um, in, in like, time uh, through the December holiday season games. Actually, I don't think... I think we've done better this year than we did last year. And I, and I would say this year's holiday period games or section of games was disastrous for us. It was really frustrating, wasn't it? That Sheffield United match. Yeah best like eight minutes ever yeah yeah i mean yeah watching it i was like this is this is amazing like two nil up and i i've, I've just like what where's this all come from yet an act with this with this unbelievable header goal and every the whole like villa park was buzzing everyone's like this is amazing and then just you just it just turns and you're like I don't I don't understand it, I, I mean what what it, it's, what is it I look I was I wholeheartedly foolishly believed I thought right we're going to just take them to the cleaners here this is this is this like is going to be like we've done a, a couple of times yeah yeah um, uh, I thought I, I was I was thinking it's going to be like another six one Sunderland home yeah. performance like we're just going to walk it and we should have done but there was obviously some individual errors and mistakes yeah um, I think I don't know I I just think I would pin that game. On not not that you know this is his. Let me just come out with it. Steve Bruce terrible decision putting Jedernak at uh, oh, yeah. in 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 that role. Does the, Jedernak came on scored right great, but his defensive like nous and his ability to play that role was just he he just got bullied 
Yeah, he did, and not even like not even like a physical physical bullying. It was like just positioning. Like there was the two the two goals. It was just clear. Like one one guy knew his position, the other guy didn't, and I, he just yeah. He just took, took, and, took, and I think took he, him apart. I still, you know, he he has been. His fitness isn't there either, and no. and that didn't help with the positioning either. Like he couldn't quite. He wasn't fit enough to make make it back to the ball if he did make a yeah, bad yeah. bad decision. So well, that and that got the strike I can't remember the striker's name, but he was a blue nose, wasn't he? Yeah, that's I and know. that was the one thing that made Donaldson. it Donaldson. Donaldson, that's it. It made it slightly worse. The, uh, the best the best <laughs> I guess the saving grace was he got subbed off because he, he was on yes, for a hat trick. Yeah, yeah. But um but looking at that, that is you look at a game like that and you think, oh like Villa like again we've been in a position we're in a really good position We've, uh, you know, at home, we've let it slip and you just think, oh, you know, is this going to be our season? Mm. But then you look at the oh, other yeah. runner games and obviously Brentford was not great again. This, no, Brentford this was, um, how do I put this other than uh, children close your ears, shit. That was absolutely awful. It was the worst and I can't say enough I think you know how we were in when we were in the Premier League, we were Chelsea's bogey team, right? Brentford are ours. Simple. That's it. Like that performance and every single performance we've had there over the last couple of years since we've been in the championship, I, every single time, Ryan Woods, the little ginger Perlo, <laughs> he's just had us over a barrel, right? And and free for all. Like, you know, it's just it's just done us, and 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 Bruce has not acknowledged that once. No, he yeah he's he's good that ginger lad, isn't he? Um, yeah, it has not been a happy place. But you look at that, you look at the Sheffield United game, you think oh, and then you look at the Brentford game, you think oh, but somehow we're we're in the mix. And and well, because... I tell you what, put us in the mix. Five nil Bristol. <laughs> Which was just yeah incredible. Yeah, so, I, some... I I I'm sure many listeners are doing the same thing, but um, I'm doing dry January, and I was like, oh, I'll I'll go to the game, and it would be my first game in a while. I haven't drunk, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be there, and I know it'll be a, like a nil nil bore fest, and I'm like right, I'll, but I'm just gonna do it because it's a new year, new year, new me. Type, so you were start, type you were thinking I'll probably need a beer to get me through this. Probably, I was like. Uh, yeah, had it been the other way around, I would have dry January would have just gone out straight out the window by January first. But I think that's been my saving grace was Bristol City, <laughs> um, and I'm still living off that now. I thought you were going to say that you went to the pub straight afterwards to no, celebrate. No, no, I didn't. No, no, I I, I was high off that five 0 and, and most people were. It was it was an amazing and, game. Yeah, but really. Again, well, but, talk, talk and you look at English. well, you look at that as well, and. Um, you look at what they've done as outside of you know the Premier League teams that they played yeah. recently, knocking Man United out of the cup, they, and, you know putting Man City. They were to the knackered. Wire. They were a very very average team that that day. Like I've probably seen better performances from League Two teams, but not to say you know they really lost a lot of momentum on that um, on on over Christmas as well. And what they were were they second at the time or third? They were, put, they were around there or thereabouts, weren't they? they were in the mix for the for the playoffs or second position, whatever. But like they they just dropped the ball, and we fully thrived off that, and 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 have kind of have run with it. I mean, our, our performances of great of late haven't been amazing, but 
that really set us up. Well, I, th- I, th- I think the um, the thing about it when you look at it all to in in context together mm. is that we've had some frustrations, some disappointments, and some setbacks within a, that cluster of games, but we've learnt. Um, we haven't, you know, let the heads drop too far from being two 0 up and at home and conceding two to mm. get a point for having a, a bad performance at Brentford. We've gone to Middlesbrough and we ground out a result in what was a, you know a bit of a miserable game, and we managed to nick a win. And that with that little bit of quality that Snodgrass has, you mm. know, helped to get us that that victory. And we've taken that momentum and then a, yeah, brilliant result. And yeah. we've done it a couple of times. Like we we have we. Uh, against Norwich we had a you know goal fest and uh, against um, uh, Burton as well Uh, and so we got it within us to do that and I think the biggest positive is not necessarily the 5-0 drubbing in itself which is amazing and the individual performances and it's the fact that we've learnt from our seemingly learnt from our mistakes very quickly to get back on track and historically in recent years we have not learnt quick enough and we have um, we've just continued to, to drift or to fall away but we're finding a way to be able to repair the damage that we've done to ourselves in games and um, get back to, to winning ways. Okay, question, management or players for that? Uh, I think it's both, mm. but I would say that as part of the management, the manager obviously is responsible for picking the team and picking the players, and but also for whatever reasons um, uh, Bruce has brought in, mm. which would be interesting to hear your thoughts on, Steve Agnew. Mm. So he's added to his coaching staff and you look at that and I was thinking about it the other day when watching the Forest game. You've got Calderwood, you've got Clements, you've got Agnew, you've got quite a big support team there and if Bruce is, as is the role of manager, bringing in certain people for certain roles, that is good management. Yeah, of course it is. I I mean, I was just about to say Bruce I think is in a good place at the moment. Like, Mental, not not mentally, but like he looks like he's enjoying. Obviously, like he lives in Solihull, and he, you know, that it's his hometown, like where he actually lives. So he's comfortable being there, and and he's and he, he seems to be happy in himself. It does not, you don't see signs of like the frustration of of Lambert, someone we can talk about, um, signed for another club recently. Or, you know, Di Matteo looked really stressed in all his conferences. Um, okay, yeah, Bruce looked hungover on uh, whatever day it was, but that was because his birthday. But, you know, I think the he looks happy and he looks in a good place. But if you go back, like, and, we're, you know, we we obviously got um, friendship groups that, you know, there's lots of chat that goes on. It's not, it's only a few games ago that some of our friends were saying, Bruce out. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that say Bruce out and continue to say Bruce out. I don't really understand it myself. I think, I mean, I don't... Football's a fickle, fickle sport at the mo- at, in particular at the moment, and I'm sure it will continue to grow, become more and more fickle. But I don't think the manager is something that you should continue to change as as at such a pace as that that Villa have done and other clubs have do, have done because it's only detrimental to the Completely club's agree. health. Yeah. 
completely agree. Um, if we can, if we can do with sticking through thick and thin with our manager, I think it'll be it'll pay dividends in the future. You know, as as Manchester United are a testament to. Um, okay, maybe Stoke are <laughs> the the antithesis of of that, but uh, I think you know. No, if we can, I, I, if we I can, yeah, stick, get, with, stick with Bruce. Yeah, I agree, and 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 it just goes to show that um, people that you know have been, you know, we lose a game, and you think, you know, get beat at Brentford, it's like Bruce out. You know what we've done in the past few weeks, it, we're, and we're right up, we're right in the mix. We're competitive in this yeah. league, which has not last year we were to an extent, but. Um, yeah, to pick up on your point, maybe we're above average now, which mm. is an improvement. Yeah, it yeah. is an improvement from where we were. Above average, but with not too far to go to good. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would yeah. say. Um, particularly with the likes of Jack coming back. If Adoma gets a bit of rest, maybe he'll be back to form. Um, uh, and we'll be bang on form if Kodja comes back and we're in the in the playoffs. That's, should we, um, uh, with that in mind, in terms of improving our quality, should we get into a bit of gossip? Yeah, go on. Um, so, what do you make of the Oljoa rumours on Oljoa. Um Part of me likes it. I think he's a he's a very useful striker. Um, something about them I don't like though. His meant maybe it's just I've just bits I've seen of him. Um, on field I don't like the way he reacts to things and I think it's a bit petty but I think if we can get goal if he if he can get goals for us great and he's the right sort of he fits that kind of codger role that we need to fill really particularly well so great but uh, I, I don't know if I'm not 100% sold on if it, it if it didn't come off you, it'll just, I wouldn't just be disappointed face, if it yeah, didn't come off yeah 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 um, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not fully sold on that. Um, and, and what about um, the the guy that we've been linked with from Manchester United? I'm going to call him At. Oh yeah, um, I know. Yeah, Tuing Tuing Zabi is it? That, that's yeah, that's Alex Tuing Zabi. That's the one. Yeah, he. Um, I've not seen much of him. I've read a lot over the last couple of days. Uh, people saying he's great, a really good support, defensive support. Um, can play in midfield if we need to. Um, Obviously, I'd like to just uh, decapitate Glenn Whelan and just get him <laughs> off the field. <laughs> just it, that's metaphorically. Uh, just, just that man just should be nowhere near a football. Or no, in fact, he should be near a football. If a hermit crab could, ta- if he was a hermit crab and he could take a football as a house and just, just sail away, you know, just go, just go somewhere that's not Villa Park, because uh, that man can only move sideways. Um, I, I, I just, yeah, Ali, bring him in. Like give him, give him a shout. I think if anything, the one if we talk about rumours, um, the one thing that I'm disappointed or is more highlighted in my eyes is the Bjerke Bjarnason um, rumour for well, him to move away. I think that's all pretty much on now. Well, I was just going to ask you about that because um, given your uh, love for Whelan, um, yeah. Bruce obviously took Whelan off against Forrest and yeah. put Bjarnason on in in that position yeah. which and he he, 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 he did all, all okay I think um, yeah no he, but, I, he, I, I, I raved about him man. Um, I was very very happy in his performance I was surprised that he was that good in um, a central role because he seemed to be very happy running up and down the wings and not really showing an inkling of, of, of driving forward but the man scored a goal he's done more than Glenn Whelan <laughs> 
you know, in like 20 minutes, he'd done bet- better than Glenn Whelan um, has done all season. Um, oh, that that been... I, no, I, I, I take that comment back because Glenn Whelan, he's done well defensively. Um and and he's obviously experienced enough, and that's the reason Bruce has brought him in. But he's been a bit of a sham for for us for for uh, for, uh, for the whole season, really. I was I was really supportive of him at the very beginning, and I know he didn't have the best starts. And I thought I give him the benefit of the doubt. But more and more yeah. and more, I've come to your way of thinking, and I, I was actually yeah. And I don't like to be negative about no, him because no. obviously he's he's working very hard for the club. But he, he gives and, the ball away far all, too I often. Can, all I can see him doing is playing the Tommy Elphick role just further up the field. <laughs> Do you know, like he puts his body on the line to, to keep the ball where it needs to be. But he just passes left and right. He's never direct, which is you'd want someone to be thinking about the ball can go anywhere, like in that kind of 130-degree arc of his vision. That's where he should be like looking anywhere. Is Where's the opportunity? Not just constantly left and right. Yeah. Well, would you, so would you therefore, instead of signing um, Tanzabi, yeah. would you give Bjarnason a chance? I think Bjarnason's gone. I, I, I would, but I think he's gone. I think, I think this is a done. That's a done deal. Like he, he's out the door. Tanzabi's come, come in. Bjarnason's going to free up some cash. The cash we need to sign um, uh, Yuzoa, um or someone of someone of that ilk because let's not forget that whoever we bring in even if it's a loan um we need their wages are still considered in the financial fair play yeah i think um i think it would be shame if um, Bjornsson left i was something about him that i like and i just don't think he's been given a chance and when i saw him come on in the middle of the park I think that's probably where his best position is rather mm. than being on the wings mm. and you know he has proved to, he has scored a few goals um, mm. uh, and I think he's got more to him than we have seen because he's never been played in the right position or yeah. given enough game time so it would be a real shame if he's moved on before he's really been given a chance yeah well no I, I agree um, and I for one would just like to say I'm very glad and it will go down in my memory of seeing Thor score at Villa Park no. <laughs> um, I'm very very happy to have seen that <laughs> either way um, what about I, I, Sam, Sam Johnson was uh, rumoured to be going that's to a load West of tosh. Brom that's a massive load of tosh I, I think I spelled that in the um in the group chat amongst ourselves but um yeah i mean my my thought process behind that is probably the same as the um similar to what the agent was doing touting it out which is um west brom you know they need a they need a new or no not west brom i mean just start this all again my thinking is basically sam johnson wants more money Obviously, every player does. Um, agent wants definitely wants more money. How can I get more money? I'll put a rumor out, and and we'll put it out that there's a, a local club that wants him, similar to um, similar to Villa. Now, there's, there's several things that bring down this stupid chain of thought. Right. Firstly, if Sa- if Sam Johnson went to West Brom, um, he'd be se- he'd be playing second fiddle to Ben Foster. Ben Foster's already in the England squad as a backup, right? So that means that if Sam Johnson's got any, um, any like want to play, at, like firstly for his club, secondly for England, he's already like second string at the club, third, fourth, fifth string at England. So there's no chance of him like really improving his career to then um, organise a bigger club move beyond West Brom. Secondly. 
West Brom are looking a little bit, you know, ropey this season. They might even go down to the championship, right? So why would he go to the Premier League and sign for a Premier League club that are going to come down next this season, right? When he could stick with the club and buy into a club where he could get probably the same money if he asked, right? That might be in a, might go up to the Premier League next season, right? Why is he going to do that? Like, it's, there's no... No, I mean, that's it's, it is, it's a load of tosh. There's... I think Dr. Tony came out and absolutely just smashed that yeah. to smithereens in the air with a, with a tweet saying it's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, straight up. And, and yeah, you're quite right. Like, it was stupid. It would be a really bad career decision. Yeah, yeah. it's one of those, um, as one of the great fanzines says, um, Villa websites, it was an absolute media Muppet moment. You know, that's what it was. You know, someone who just, I don't know where they'd heard that down the pub or I, idiots. Idiots, it's what they are. Have you heard any any other rumours? No, I've not heard. I've 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 been looking about, but I, no, I can't really see anything. Um, I expect there'll I expect there'll be. It, it's obviously not going to be as oh, big the, a the Alan as Hutton as to Middlesbrough, which again, why are we going to sell him to our rival? If he goes, why? <laughs> why? But, uh, if he goes, I, more I, fall I, on Villa for for letting him go. Secondly, if we like, could get a bit of money for Hutton, just let him go because he's not gonna. He's oh, again, he's not I one of those players he's, that if you if he's not. In I the, don't know. I if think he's, he's not in the team, you don't notice that he's not there. I don't. I know. I mass, I couldn't disagree with you more. <laughs> I, honestly, I'm not I, a I, fan. I think. I, know, I think that's the biggest um, discredit to him. Because I tell you for why, right? That right, that right midfield. Yes, we've got Elamardi, who's great, but he's playing on the left at the moment, right? The man is he's 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 adaptable. He's he's done exactly the same thing, not moaned, right? Like a Doma, and you've sung a Doma's praises there. So you should you should probably rethink yeah, that and, and sing oh, and sing Hutton's praises. It's just he, he, he's, it's not, but. How many challenge? How many challenges has he flown into and and done, it, and and been there at the right time and saved us like over the last couple of games? He has. He's... I think with the amount of uh, right backs because he is a right back yeah, yeah. that we have at the club, we can Sack afford off, we I, can I would, afford yeah. to, to to move him on and and for the age that he is, yeah. If somebody's going to come in and give us some money for him, just take it and let him go. No, I think I, I think I, I think the club's more important than money at, at this point. But 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 yeah, but equally, you know, you're saying that we need financial fair play, you need money to you know fund moves. Yeah, we and do, stuff which like is that. why I'd, I'd be I'd happy I'd, to, I'd, I'd happily ha- let Bjarnason go. Like if he wants I'd, to go, I'd be happy to let Hutton go. Yeah, because but I, I, I think, don't think, we, think could, we would miss him if he's not there. I think that El, think El Hamadi, B- Richie Delat, Bree, who haven't even mentioned, yeah, Bree's Bree's a very good shout to go. Know, I'd let him all go. of these guys are there and have I think are they they're younger and are more of the. There's there's more future for them at the club than there is Alan Hutton. Like if we get promoted, I cannot see. I, well, you know what? I won't even say it because how he's how is been, there no lingering future? I just want to raise this point. So how long. is there no future for Alan Hutton? He's basically like Gandalf. Like he's he's holding the mast, the Villa mast up, right, or the Villa staff up, and he is like no one is no one's passing with Alan Gandalf Hutton there. Right, it's literally there. That's that. I've said it. Gandalf, Scottish Cafu, all this stuff. I think we've just like we got to this point with him where it's like, right, he ain't going anywhere. So we've just got to concede defeat, and we've just got to. I would um, be happy if he was a it was a Villa ambassador. Like that man can stay. <laughs> he can stay as longer than Gabby. Uh, sack him off. Sack Gabby off. 
if there's a little if there's a little bit of money <laughs> yeah. in there for Alan yeah. Hutt and I would take take the money and run. Yeah, no, well I wholeheartedly disagree with you. <laughs> um all right, well no, the, I haven't I haven't seen any more no. um any more rumours. I, I could see I could see maybe two players coming in. Probably um uh yeah, defence defensive and a striker defensive minded Central. role we like. need we need someone that that can that Terry can teach put it that way we need someone if, if well, like Nathan Baker <laughs> yeah uh, no I don't think Baker was Baker's just his no. headspace wasn't there I think um, we we need somebody who can come into that position but this um, this Tanzabi guy that we've been it sounds like he could he's being brought in with the view that he could play centre back or he could play defensive midfield yeah, but I think we need someone for next year which I'm my chain of thought now or train of thought I don't know if, I can't remember what it is but um, my train of thought now is to start training for next year well this start is what planning sorry for next this, year whether it was a um, uh, by design yeah. or not this is what the club said last year that the players that we bought in January were not bought for yeah. getting us into the playoffs last year yeah, but obviously it, we need to start building that. for this season so yeah. I don't think there will be a big change turnarounds in in players or big recruitment drive this this month i think no. one or two He'll be waiting up for top them. and at the, at the back yeah. uh and then we'll um but i do expect us to strengthen yeah all right i can i can see one or two yeah like similar there'll be a surprise in there like bjarnason nobody'd ever heard of him before and he turned up out of nowhere yeah um we weren't linked with him at all so oh i know oh, i tell you i have heard a rumor Darren Bent. Oh yeah, oh, of course, yeah. How Darren can we Bent. forget the Darren Bent rumour? Yeah. Uh, all right. No. <laughs> no. No, yeah. It's no. A, it's a no, no from thanks. both of us, but I'm sure it's a yes from lots of Villa fans, diehard Villa well, I was reading the Darren comments Bent about fans. it on, um, I think it was on, on the mail, like Facebook feed or what have you, yeah. and it was really, really um, 50-50. Hotly contested. Yeah, but... No, he's he's past it. And, and it's we've almost... already got, yeah, my, my point of view is we've already got one past it <laughs> Premier League striker, if not, yeah, past it, teammates. Well, he hasn't, um, he hasn't cut the mustard at Derby. Why would you? And we've both going. He for scored the... a lot of goals though. <sighs> yes, well, well, but like, oh, no, that's just me playing devil's advocate to our, to our own defenses. I don't think Steve Bruce would sign him if the uh, the rumours as to why he left Sunderland are to be believed. <laughs> no, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that's gonna a very good point. Um, yeah, so we'll say no more. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. There we go. That round that rounds up our transfer gossip. Uh, yeah, um, I think. Do we? Do we? Do we go fully back into December? I think that was the we mentioned all the Christmas period games. I think we've. I think we've touched upon them. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Let's just look forward to next week then. Um, so next game we have. I should know this. I'm going to it. Uh, Barnsley. Massive Barnsley. But, uh, yeah, it's a big well. game. Big game for Conor Huran. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, I'm James Bree. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> looking looking from the stands. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, I'm. I don't want to predict this, um, so I'm. I'm not going to give a prediction. What I'm going to say is, we shouldn't look down on the game, and we definitely shouldn't. Um, we shouldn't underestimate them. I think we. I can't. Can you remember the score last time? Uh, we beat them at Oakwell. I'm pretty sure. 
but I can't remember the exact score line. I have a feeling it was. I think have a feeling we scored three. Yeah, we might need. Yeah, to have yeah. A we, quick need, little, we need an outside adjudicator we'll, to tell yeah. us. <laughs> um, okay. Well, yeah. Um, um, a win sounds familiar, um, but I don't think we need. Uh, we shouldn't underestimate them. Is my yeah thought process I agree with that. Uh, specifically because we've come off a back of the five nil. Uh, oh, we haven't mentioned the the Middlesbrough game in particular, really. Like we talked, I don't think we have at all. I I did. T- I touched upon it. I touched upon it. But I was going to say like Snodgrass. I was just going to say, you know, again, that's another win that we did have. I do think that, like going going back to Barnsley, they've got one or two tricky players in there that you know could be underestimated and. If Bruce, I really hope Bruce didn't do what he did at uh, Peterborough and um, and just chuck a few kind of randoms in there, which is not it's not Bruce esque to do because you know he likes oh, to play. Well, safe. He, he didn't. He just didn't want. To I be just in the FA no Wheeling, did he? No Whelan. <laughs> I mean, we played a whole lot better. Just if if it's Bjarnason's last game, just stick him in there, like put him in centre mid or Yedinak. Oh, is he is Yedinak back yet? Well, I'm, Got I'm twins, not sure. I'd like to see Bjarnason start a game in the centre of mid- midfield. Mm. I really would. But if he's going to move on, then I don't know if he will. But then, yeah, no, if, to go if, back if to your point, if it's heavily linked, then if, if there is, they'll, they'll if, there's, cl- if there's no buyer, then it might be you know like I'm you pretty suggested. Certain there is. But I, I would like to, I would like to see him start in the middle of the park. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with that. I, there's, there's, you can't take any game lightly. But if you look at the the overall nature of the season. If we're going to go up, whether you know we're talking about automatic, which I think is unlikely, or playoffs, you've got to be beating teams. You've got to be looking for wins. You've got to be winning your home games. You've got to be beating teams like Barnsley. Mm. So we shouldn't be looking for anything less than a win in any game, and especially in this one. Yeah. Well, I think that just about wraps it up. That's, that's a good uh, good place to end. I will end by saying um, a very we're, we're all touched and um, very saddened by the loss of Cyril Regis ex Villa uh, Wolves who play for as well. Um, various Midlands outfits um, and very saddened by the loss of him today. And we'd like to send our thoughts out to his family. So that's it from the Lions Raw today. Um, we'll hope you join us again next time. We'll probably be a bit of a break until the next one. We're going to try and do these about every, well, once a month now. So until the next time, it's goodbye from me, James. Goodbye from me, Cameron. Up, Up the, the Villa. villa.